Hey, hi, hello. I'm Mary, and welcome to KWOW. It's competition week. Again. We're double backing it. I'm being laughed at right now by the person I'm competing with. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Kirsten. Yeah. She's a phenomenal tapper, but uh, yeah, can't show any of our dances because copyright. Bye. Okay, so don't know why I said bye. It is currently 849. Uh, I'm back home. How are you feeling, Mom? I am absolutely exhausted. I can't feel my feet. I So uh, let me give a little background because all I really was able to record was today. But my friend and I, we also had a competition with our school yesterday, which is Saturday. And we were there from like seven in the morning to like six o'clock at night. Then all of us went out to eat. Some of us in groups, me, I just went out with my mom. But then for some reason, I couldn't fall asleep until two. And then my mother, per my own stupid request, woke me up or tried to wake me up at six o'clock. Six o'clock or five? It was, I started getting you up about 5.45. Yeah. She failed because I was dead to the world. I apparently had a war in with my sheets. That's an understatement. Anyway, so that was that. Uh, so the piece I did was a contemporary, not really concept piece, but I guess since it can't really be put under musical theater, because it's more contemporary, it's considered a concept piece or a character piece. According to some schools. Yes, but um, I choreographed it myself. I'm really proud of it. I think it was great. I edited the music. I choreographed it myself. I designed the costume. My mom made the skirt. And I'm really proud of it. Unfortunately, neither of us, me and Kirsten, placed because uh, at the competition we went to today, they only handed out first place awards, which I guess is okay, but I wish they would have like at least announced second and third. Mm-hmm. But at the competition yesterday, I performed a different solo, and I placed second, so yay me. And um, that was basically it for like my solos but when it comes it I also had to do pieces for my school teams group pieces so one of the pieces we did was with the competition team it was a hip-hop routine which although it was the only one I was in I'm kind of glad it was because it was a very hectic day And watching some of the girls just running around trying to get ready, not having enough time. I was stressed watching them. So I don't know if I'd be able to do that myself. But it was fun. It was a good dance. They screwed up our music, but then they let us redo it. So that was good. Um, What else? Oh, uh, the ballroom team for my school did really good. And one of my friends actually won overall for top soloist. So really proud of her. If she's listening to this, don't know if she is. Emma, I love you. You're awesome. 
um, so that was great. The there were a lot of really good pieces that were there. There were a lot of hip hop, some contemporary, but it was mostly the solos that did contemporary, like two tap numbers or three, mom, two or three tap numbers. There were two tap solos and one tap trio. And so that was that. It was a little awkward since they couldn't tap where everyone could see them. So they had to do it kind of diagonally, I guess. So according to my friends, that was really awkward. But they did fabulous. Uh, My voice is very tired from screaming at them. So that was fun. We so back to Fusion's piece. Our hip hop was a J Lo mix. It was I keep I call it the wannabe hood because um none of us are really hood if I'm being honest and you know, it's just one of those things. So, you know, that was that. There was a whole debacle over earrings and like costumes and stuff because I guess there was a mix-up of costumes I believe I don't know I could have heard that there's a lot there was a lot of tea that was spilled like about some of the other teams but I'm not liberty to say so I plead the fifth anyway so fusions oh I name dropped oh well uh their pieces were really good we entered uh, three, four, four. Yeah, we entered four group pieces. There were a few solos. Oh. Five? Yeah, because it was the jazz, a hip hop, and two contemporaries, and then the big hip hop. Oh, yeah. Okay, so s- screw that. There were five. Um, I liked her music. Not the biggest fan of J-Lo when it comes to her music. I love her dancing. Don't cancel me. I love her. I love the music. I just, I, I can't listen to it all the time. Um, and then with Stars, which is the kick team I'm on. Love it. It's so fun. Um, we did a palm dance. We won our category. Technically by default because we were the only palm dance that was in the line category but hey we still won first place is still first place (laughs) stop laughing at me i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing at something else she's lying anyway um so that was good it was a beyonce remix of say my name our choreographer was fabulous we love her i don't know if i'm allowed to name drop her so I'm not going to, um, but she's wonderful, and so we did that, won our category, we went home, I tried to sleep, I failed, woke up, got to the place we needed to go by like 7 in the morning again, and this time we actually got to leave at around like 4 o'clock, 4.30, so that was awesome, but now onto the more not necessarily juicy aspect, but from a spectator's view, Mom, Yes. what do you have to say about the competition? Because I was too busy running back and forth like an idiot to, like, be able to, like, 
enjoy the spectator's version. I was able to do it a little bit today, and what I saw, some of it horrified me, some of it I was like, hell yeah, get it, eat it up, but then others I was like, oh my god, who allowed this? So what do you, what would you like to say? So this is coming from, sorry, this is coming from the point of view as a mom, as well as someone who... An experienced dance mom. An experienced dance mom, not like the shows, but actually a dance mom who works their butt off during recital, comp, day-to-day, whatever. A literal dance mom, not a stage. Not a stage dance mom. Staged. Staged. But also (laughs) someone who has done work in costuming. Anti-voice. Um, sorry. So one of the things that I noticed and one of the things that we were very careful with in putting together your costume is tights, tights, number one thing. It drives me crazy. I know it's the style tacky to not have the dancers wear tights, tacky, but to me, it just makes so much more sense to have the girls wear tights. And then you don't have to like body tape or hairspray your clothes to you. You don't have to worry about what happens if your costume shifts. It just adds a little bit more modesty, especially for, because you don't know who is going to dance competitions. Like my poor grandfather who has to sit there and, or he feel, or when he feels the need to just be like, or wake me up when exactly there's been times when my dad has felt very uncomfortable because of what the girls are wearing or what type of music they're dancing to but one of the things that I know I appreciate our studio really concentrating on is how the girls are dressed and how they present themselves so yeah they would never let us walk on stage in like just a bra and booty shorts or something like right. that they always have tights on even like a full body tight to give them a little bit of modesty and then that helps if like I said if the costume shifts everything is still covered or if you end up having to slide across the floor right. like last week when I ripped two holes in my tights just imagine if I wasn't wearing tights right two giant holes in my knees the other thing I have to say is if you know at any point during competition season if you're going to be performing on a gym floor you need to take that into consideration in choosing the colors of your costume because I know when we were planning your costume there was a pink leotard that was beautiful it was also too big which is why I didn't want to wear it but also a green leotard of the same style and which fit we opted for the green because we knew that that would stand out on a gym floor where the pink would blend in. And one of the things that I noticed both yesterday, both on Saturday as well as today on Sunday, were a lot of the girls were wearing browns or khakis or pink or pink. And it's beautiful on, but they blend work. into the gym floor and into and onto the person themselves. Right. Like with what. One of the costumes I had to wear, <laughs> the pants low-key sort of matched my skin tone by, like, a few shades. Like, a few shades half darker. It would have looked like I was wearing some weird clear pants. So, but especially, <laughs> like, with some of the contemporary routines that we saw today. Um, they were all really they good, were but you couldn't see They were amazing routines, anymore. but you couldn't see the girls because they were wearing 
costumes the exact same color as the gym floor. Not exact, but it was it was close enough so that that they would blend in. And I know a, a lot of times, sorry, a lot of times when studios compete, it's on a stage, which is a black stage, and that's fine. But you have to be aware of your performing environment across the board. So you have to plan for that. The other thing that has always been a huge issue with me is song choice. Mm-hmm. Sushi. Because, yes, it could be a catchy, fun song, but... Listen to the underlying meaning. You have meaning. to listen to the lyrics. Uh, since you've started competing when you were in seventh grade, there have been so many times that we heard songs that were far too mature for the dancers that were dancing, like a middle school dancing, a middle schooler dancing to a song from Chicago. Which Or or a like two year old dancing to She Used to Be Mine from Waitress. Like right. girl, there you is, haven't lived enough. There are certain songs that they're beautiful songs. Stop saying sorry. They're beautiful they are beautiful songs. And I know dancers love to dance to them, but you cannot connect to the song unless you have experienced certain things. Okay, so you kind of dived into music choice. So other than the sometimes vulgarity or not fitting persona, what did you think of some of the song choices today and yesterday? There are some song choices that I would consider safe choices. We heard them a lot. Um, Sign of the Times. We heard multiple times yesterday and today. It's a great song, but even last year and this year, it seemed to be a song that so many people did solos to. Um, This year, it was really exciting to see a lot more musical theater type songs done especially at the school district competition. So that was really fun to see the dancers portraying characters because a lot of times you don't, this is, I think the school district competition is one of the few that actually has a musical theater category. So it's really fun to see both the soloists as well as the groups do that category. However, as a caveat, if you are going to do iconic songs, the audience expects certain things. Most of the time they don't understand. Like, clearly, mm-hmm. yesterday, they didn't understand that Cabaret is Fosse. And especially, so, in terms of dance, iconic choreographers Jerome Robbins, who did West Side Story, Bob Fosse, who is legend, they have very specific, recognizable styles. And if you're going to do those songs, you need to be able to perform those styles. Even attempting them in a way that's recognizable, I think is better than just not even trying. Which is why I choreographed to the beat of my own drum. Exactly. According to one of my friends, uh, my style of contemporary that I choreograph is a lot different than what other people consider contemporary. They consider 
contemporary, like a mix of modern, like Martha Graham, and like a lot of floor work. Whereas with me, yes, floor work, but that shouldn't make up your whole routine. Just like tricks shouldn't make up your mm-hmm. whole routine, or alesecon shouldn't. But one of my friends said that my style is a mix of like ballet technique and smoothness along with jazz like attitude and diction and clarity but also actual lyrical contemporary steps and like you can see in the two different solos I competed the duality like they're not the same one is very you have to be sharp you have to hit all your moves on a certain count if you move too soon it's obvious if you mess up it's obvious whereas with my other one it's like oh if you mess up it's fine because it's so flowy that there's not enough time to like obviously be like oh my god she messed up oh yeah speaking of mess ups or like routines itself do you like my side commentary while we're watching other people dance your side commentary is legendary and it and it's a lot of fun, and now I will never be able to look at certain moves again without hearing you in my head. Yeah, there was a lovely little performance today, and um, she did a move. Poor girl. I, like, my brain woke up and chose roast, like, turned the heat all the way up, and I lean over to my mom and go, I think she had a hairball. Mm-hmm. And then I just decided to make, just because... She had no soul in her dancing. She had no soul. So I was like, it's fine. I can make fun of it. She she was like flopping around on the floor, looking dead inside. No core strength, no arm strength. She was just like rolling around. And I was like, oh, she's cleaning the floor. We got a human-sized Roomba that doesn't run into walls. So what did you think about it? I thought... One of the things that I noticed today was there was a clear difference between the dancers who, like you said, were dead inside and were just going through the motions of their choreography. I felt dead inside when I did my choreography. I was so tired. I had I could not feel anything except I was like yes to the person who who had gone on before me which was my friend who you heard at the beginning of the podcast she did phenomenal um but still I had no emotion I was like okay I want to get this over with so I can maybe nap so what do you think because it's just all a blank so that wasn't the way that it came across but you have always you have always had a deep connection spit on me. to she your music. On me. One of the things that your studio has really talked about is connecting your movement to the music. Whether it's planning certain moves on certain lyrics or certain beats or listening to how the music flows. And one of the things that was very clear in both your piece uh, on Saturday as well as on Sunday today was that you had a deep connection to the music and you really focused. Not as much with the more jazz piece because right. I couldn't summon that emotion anymore. Right. I, I don't hold grudges. Mm-hmm. People think I hold grudges. Mm-hmm. 
because I use it to motivate me, but I don't, like, hold the grudge or where I can just, like, summon that rage. But even without that, when you first heard those two pieces when we saw the movie Cyrano... Oh, yeah, that's that's where my uh, pieces are from, if I hadn't mentioned that. The moment you heard the music in that entire film, you had such an immediate connection to it. Because he's short. He is. I'm sorry. I love you, Peter. I love you, Peter Dinklage. I'm not making fun of you. I'm short, too. The music that the National put together for that musical... Which is also the band. ...is so good. And it really connected with you in a deep way. And the way you danced yesterday and the way you danced today really showed how you felt about the music and how you used that music and your movements to tell a story. And did it, did it poke you in the heartstrings a little? It did because I, because well, I knew you, I knew your story that you based it on, but you could okay. feel that. Did, did, did it poke Nicole's heart and Brian's heart? I wasn't sitting next to them. Well, I was sitting next to them, but they like, just, <sighs> they just, they just cheered you on. They didn't necessarily like. I didn't screw up my Alice Icons all week. I had been screwing them up the mm-hmm. few times I had run it. And then this one time I like pulled off. It was a lot. I pulled off fast ones uh-huh. too. Normally I can get like three good ones in before I'm like, oh my God, it's going to look horrible. I pulled off like five it was like five nice clean alice the Clones. and then like a triple maybe a double i don't know a double and a half it was beautiful and everyone was screaming yes they and, were like Wah! and it was it was a piece that you could tell that you were telling the story and i was trying really hard not to sneeze during those alice <laughs> i was like well, you couldn't tell that on your face either. Time. But the other thing that, that I noticed in the dancers is people who were really feeling their music. Yes, like tell, the person who won my category. Oh my gosh. We the, love him. The young He's... man from Bel Air who young who won won the senior one um, category was so amazing. And, and he was so nice too. He's a uh-huh. sophomore in high school. I love him. He's my new best friend. Not actually, because neither of us knew each other's names. <laughs> but I complimented him on his makeup, and he was like, oh my god, yours looks so cute, too, and I love your costume. I was like, thank you! And then I'm watching him dance after I go on, and I'm like, yeah! And no one else is screaming for him, so I'm like, I'm going to be the only one screaming. Well, and but he was so strong and so intense. And then as we're talking to his mom, we find uh-huh. out that he improved like the entire the, the end, end of it, it. And I was like... So there is a there is a significant difference between the level of intensity for a lot of the dancers. And I know some of it was because they were tired from yesterday, but you still have to bring it. So oh my god, I'm really tired. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm what do you what do you think about the awards? Because I know you had some comments on the awards, and I know you had some other comments on some of the routines and certain people in the routines. So, so let's start with the routines because that came before. So, what did you think about the selection for some of the routines from like other schools? So, like the people chosen. So I think that, unfortunately, it's very clear that 
in some situations, very good dancers are overlooked because they are not at the same studio as other girls. Mm-hmm. And to me, when you're picking girls or boys, dancers for a dance, you should give everyone a fair shot and not just pick the dancers that dance at the studio if you are the choreographer. And according to one of my friends, she's a phenomenal jazz dancer. That is her style of choice. And she told me that when they were picking choreographers for their small jazz group, the choreographer looked at her and I think either some of the people on her team or her director looked at her and went, mm, jazz really isn't your style. But then one of the people they put in, because she told me to watch, she texted me and was like, hey, my team's up next. Can you watch and tell me what you think? And like she pointed out some girls that she thought she's kind of a snob sometimes. But she pointed out some girls who she was like, I totally could have done better in that dance than them. And I'm watching and I'm like, I hate to say it, but she's right. Like, some of these girls, I've seen them in, like, other pieces, like hip-hop or contemporary. They're gorgeous dancers. But she texted me, and I was also like, oh, yeah, they all go to this studio. And Mm -hmm. I was like, great for them. But I I know this person. I've danced with them for, like, two years now. And I'm just like, I don't understand why. Because I've seen her do jazz. And this style of jazz, although it wasn't, her like exact style it was still jazz and she showed me her like audition and I was like yeah you totally have it and then I felt like such an ass when I was like yeah you got this queen you're totally gonna make it and then she did it and I was like what so there was that and it's really frustrating to see the situations where people with technique that's not as clean or posture that is not as good are selected mm-hmm. and then it becomes and then distracting. Put in the front. Yes, it becomes very distracting from the rest of the group. Yeah, because some people I've not I noticed watching some of the other teams last night or yesterday morning, I don't know. It's all a blur. <laughs> um some of the really stronger dancers were in the back. And like hold on. <laughs> Anyway, ignore my sneeze. Um, Some of these really strong dancers, I knew none of these people. I'm like sitting there and I'm watching and I'm like, why the F are they in the back? Like they'd be in the back or in the middle. And I'm like, okay. And even with some of the things for my Silver Stars routine, I was like, some of my girls deserved to be at least understudies. Or like deserve to be in the dance or a little higher up in the formation but then with stars I'm like oh they might have done that so it looks like there's an even range of technique everywhere because um with some schools according to like some of the people who I've danced with before there's a huge role that favoritism takes Mm -hmm. in competition teams and you can, and they like tell me this because they're like, hey, look at all the back row. These are all the people who go to this studio instead of this one. And I'm like, whoa. And like with my teams, it's so, it's such a good community. But at the same time, I'm like, 
why aren't we being more... Not... It's, like, inclusive, but not inclusive, because all the teams I'm on are inclusive. But every team has its own issues. I'm not going to, like, sugarcoat it. Okay. So, going on your your discussion about placement of team, of dancers in formations. Um, someone I was reading over this past week said kind of a pep talk to girls in the back rows or dancers in the back rows was judges tend to look at back rows more than the front because they know that's where people, that's where people tend to hide the dancers they think are not necessarily as strong. Or me. I'm gonna I'm gonna explain my lovely story that one of my dance teachers who stole me from a ballet class and my current hip hop teacher, who's also the artistic director of my studio, props to her. We love it. We love mm-hmm. a queen. Anyway, um they noticed they could tell when my confidence started to pick up because I stopped hiding in the back or since I'm small and I tend to be the youngest in in some of my classes, now I'm the oldest, which is so... Strange fr- for you? Yeah, because I'm used to being the baby and now I'm no longer the baby. I'm still the shortest. No one can take that role from me. I'm still the shortest, but I'm no longer the, like tiny child I'm no longer the baby uh, but anyway they noticed that my confidence would build up because I started like going more in the front row being in like the first line at the front or first at the bar yeah and they B-A-R-R-E <laughs> not B-A-R <laughs> anyway um, and so they were like we are so like they have told me that I don't know. How would you describe what Tati said when I did get down? Because I think I remember her being like, who is this person? They see when you perform. I'm a different person. You are a different person. You bring out this whole other. Well, you you're able to embody the character that you were creating on that stage. And that's why I think jazz and especially musical theater speaks to you so much because I don't have to be me you don't have to be you but you can also be a different version of you and it's a version of you that you have selected based on your music choice and the story you want to tell at that time and it's so fun because in musical theater there's not or musical theater and in jazz in general and this is probably why a lot of people do contemporary too there are no specific arms like, I know that you're told specific arms, but sometimes you're literally just like, do what feels comfortable, just no noodle arms. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been told. Most of my, like, most of my dance career, I've been told no noodle arms, but you're free to do whatever you and want. finish your move. Unless it's, like, ballet, where it's, like, very strict, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, around the circle, tick-tock, tick-tock. She teaches babies. <laughs> Anyway, so um, I really loved my musical theater pieces because I was able to add like certain head movements and I could do certain faces. And with jazz and musical theater, you're not necessarily stuck to one face every time. 
Like, I, I love contemporary. I love it. I love it so much. But the concept most contemporary pieces give is very... Oh, I'm dying. Oh, he's leaving me. Oh, I'm in love. But they'll never know. And like, or, or I'm super angry at something. Yeah. And so there's only a certain amount of faces. And with me, I don't know how to make those sorts of faces without looking like I need to take a really fat shit. So there is that. But, you know, that's that. So with jazz, with jazz and musical theater, you can like mouth the words if you don't know what to say. Just don't mouth the whole thing because that mm-hmm. looks stupid. It doesn't look stupid, but, but I just don't recommend doing it. But you've also you been able to use your musical theater background to tell important stories. Yeah, I was a theater kid for a hot minute there, yeah, y'all. Not just that, but... I've been a Broadway you, kid since I was in elementary school. Yes, because, you know, when, when your teacher stole you from ballet class to No, come, it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like, hey, do you want to come? It was like, hey. Come with sh- me. Yeah, because, like, I, I had, like, told her, because she was, I don't I don't remember the order. I think it was contemporary or lyrical, and then ballet, not the other way around. And so she was subbing for my contemporary lyrical teacher, and then it was either the next week slash next day, because I don't think I was taking two classes. It was each day. A day. It was two yeah. a day. One, two so a week. the next time I went, she was like, hey, why don't you try this? And I was like... My mommy will get mad at me. I was... No, okay. So, my whole thing... When I was, like, a little idiot, child, human thing... Um, this is not how I speak to my children. This is just how I speak to myself. I'd like to put that out there. Um, she wouldn't... My mother wouldn't tell me anything. I was kept very much in the dark. Partially because I didn't... She didn't think I could understand it. And partially because she's not very communicative, because even now she still sometimes keeps things from me on purpose, on accident, it happens. I still, I get butthurt about it, but it's fine. So I was like, no, my mommy will get mad at me and she'll yell at me if I'm not into ballet. And so she goes, I'll write you a note. I was like, okay. I took my hair out of the bun. I was like, this is me and I'm like taking it and and I'm like waiting to get yelled at for being funny and like a human Mm -hmm. and then she's like do you want to open the bag there was no bag and I was like a bag what's in the bag and she goes I don't know why don't you see and I like reach into the bag that was not there and pull out something I don't even remember what and we're all just playing with it doing everyone and then we did zip zap zap thing and like we learned how we learned the months through a song that was like January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. And then you held it for like forever. And then it was just, it was so fun. And I was like, I like this one. But then my grandma picked me up. Or did you pick me up? I picked you up. Oh, my and mommy picked me up and I was like, oh no, she's going to yell at me. And I'm like looking at the teacher, looking at my mom, looking at the teacher. And she hands her a note. I'm like, okay, I'm safe. 
Well, but you don't understand. <laughs> I don't I, even know. I don't even know what the note said. I feel I like I don't remember what the note I said. I feel like the note said it said like Reagan's like, trying Broadway kids. Like dear parent, your child not Reagan. I am Ray. Ray. Sorry. Sorry, but at that time it was Reagan. They don't know that. Okay. Anyway, um. So she's like, dear parent, your child is trying this class. I stole her. That's what my brain always assumed, and I'm pretty sure it was something along that line. She's probably more professional. No, she told us she stole you out of class. And but little did you know that I had already decided to talk to the studio director about letting you try a jazz class or something else because I knew Yeah, this was before we knew I loved jazz. Like this well, was my awakening you to were my not, jazz. You were not feeling that particular ballet teacher. And part of and I had part the ballet teacher that you loved had gone back to school and so she was not there. We still love her. We still love her and because she was perfect de- teaching little kids. And the new one got me hurt. Our, discussion was initially was you had to do two years of ballet and then you could do whatever you want i was not told that i was told you do ballet and you can add on a class and then i was not given a choice in the class that was added she said you're doing lyrical and i went okay well you had wanted to do lyrical i don't remember that i have a horrible memory anyway so your teacher who has kind of become your mentor Pretty much. I stalk her. Quite um, literally. She knows I stalk her. Yeah, it's fine. Ha- stole you from class. But one of the things that you have learned in that is how to tell a story with your dancing. And I Because of the bag. Yes, because of the bag. But also, <laughs> you've been able to use that tool and technique to process things going on in your life freaking grief with it was like last year doing your pieces from dear evan hansen which were amazing no one understood them even if the judges didn't understand them they understood my duet bt dubs they understood the duet but they didn't understand your solo which was really heartbreaking it made me salty because your solo was beautiful and it was important and it was telling your story and this year, you were able to process a lot of things as you were growing up and learning things yeah, about how jazz, to be an adult. My <laughs> jazz piece was very much a rager. Mm-hmm. It was a rage dance. However, the only problem is if you don't hold on to grudges to the point where you could just like go open a little box, pick out the anger and shove it back in, it doesn't really work. Like the meaning was still there, but like... Uh, but you performed it beautifully. You performed it beautifully on Saturday, and you should have placed first. And I think the person who placed first got a bonus because of what school they go to. Also, she fell off her chair and freaked out. And she did not do the right kind of dance for the song she was dancing. I'm sorry. Stop spinning on me. I'm not a spittoon. If you're going to do a piece from a very specific musical, you have to do that piece. Okay, side note, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to let her get off on this tangent Sorry. again. You want to hear some funny ADHD moments that happen? Or it's an ADHD break. Okay, so this morning, I want to bring it up because I'm salty about that and I want to embarrass both of us. Okay. So we're driving in our little car, Francesca. Suck it, Francesca. Anyway... she's like talking about some weird ass shit and we're listening to Hamilton because 
on competition on competition days we listen to Broadway the Broadway musical station on Pandora it's really good um and then she says something about like a dream cast for the live action of Princess and the Frog and she mentions a name for Dr. Facilier and I go who's that and she says the voodoo man and I look at her and I go no shit really and then she, then the brain decided to brain and was like, oh, so do you want to tell your side of the story now? Yes. Because my side was very much like. So at seven o'clock in the morning, oh. after a long night, the night before. Mm-hmm. An early morning. And a very early morning. Earlier she, for she mom. Man- she manages to actually wake up, whereas I'm like, yeah, I know I should be awake Screw it. That's because I have to get up and make the snack bags and make the coffee. And make sure you And make sure the child is awake. And gorgeous. I yes. have to beautify myself because I'm she not... She have time I'm, to beautify. I'm not the prettiest thing uh, when I wake up first thing in the morning because I, I look like I got punched in the face a few times, especially um, this morning. No, like this morning, um, I think... My left eye was really swollen because I had an allergic reaction to eyelash glue. Well, and and beautifying for the stage is very different from beautifying for everyday yeah. use. So I... The only thing I hate about competition season, the only thing is the constant need to wear makeup. Mm-hmm. I don't wear makeup. I don't. I'll put on eyeliner and mascara and maybe lip gloss or lipstick the at, maximum for my everyday today life because my skin is really sensitive and it breaks out and it has like cystic acne and it hurts and I'm the type of person that's like I don't care if I get scars I'm just gonna pop them even if they're not ready to be popped mm-hmm. which is why I have a few scars on my face but it's fine because I am OCD like that but mm-hmm. anyway she has yes. to wake up early. Uh, so, the coffee had not kicked in to make it was kicking in to make the the, had, the brain do the working. It had kicked in enough to form multiple sentences right. of difficult caliber. I don't understand how it didn't kick in enough to understand. Hi, I know what my daughter's talking about. Let's not make her feel like an idiot. I thought you knew the name of the actor who who I was talking about. I really did. I don't know actors' names. Do you know how long it took me to figure out that Lin-Manuel Miranda was one person? smarter than I am when it comes to knowing names because I'm not gonna lie I was like chilling and they're talking about oh Lin-Manuel Miranda did this I was like oh I guess they always work together and then it's like starring Lin-Manuel Miranda when we watched Hamilton and I'm like it's one person and I was like oh 
didn't realize it until we watched Hamilton on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Okay. So back to my stupidity and my not knowing actors' names. I don't even know the name of the actress who. Whoa, actor, jeez, who was one of the like newsies? I know his character's name, Diesel, but I don't know the actor's name. I don't know their names IRL. If you tell me the character they played, I'll be like, sweet. But if you tell me their IRL names, I'm like, I'm like, wow, who is that? If you if you don't get that reference, <laughs> you're, you're too young. <laughs> Or you're not, or, or you don't listen head. to the Broadway station on Pandora. So um, that's a Book of Mormon thing. I didn't say the quote correctly. Book of Mormon, the musical, is like, mm-hmm. wow. Where <laughs> is that? Where is that? Africa. Wow, like Lion King. Yeah. Anyway, I love Josh Gad, but random ADHD break is over. So overall competition this year as of so far we still have one more and we're gonna push through it through all the aches and pains and dried out brains what <laughs> what are you tired think? brains yeah that that's sore uh, muscles anyway and i was rhyming aches and pains and dried out brains it sounds nicer than okay. sore muscles okay so uh on a scale of one to ten how do you think my jazz piece was Compare this week compared to last week. Your jazz ten being ten being like one thousand percent better. Five being like it still needs some improvement. One being like it's exactly the same. Get over yourself. I would say probably it's an eight or nine. Oh, nice. Just because there was one part where I thought I didn't. I didn't get stuck. I thought you could. I thought I've seen you do that shoulder roll better. It's because I was early, so I was like, I gotta slow it down. Right. I gotta slow it down. Okay, uh, every letter I need more. What do you think? Same scale. Same scale. Last week was good. This week was phenomenal. <laughs> I was like, are you saying last week was better? No, Last no, no, week no. I came off the stage and I was like, that fucking sucked. I, everything, I was falling out of everything. Last I looked week, horrible. Last week was good considering everything else that was going on. And I still managed to play suck it. But this week, it was amazing. That was probably the best I've seen you do that. Even if the floor was super slippery and was causing you to do certain things that you weren't expecting to do. Mate, the one time I was like, yes, I'm going to slip. I I didn't slip. I like, so there's a little, not really handstand type move I do. You know what I'm talking about. And normally it's just like a, down because that's how it is with the music and I threw myself over my shoulders too much so I got stuck there and I was like uh guys and like I came up and I was like keep going yeah I like my my face I dropped my face for a little and then I was like you know what it's fine it probably looked cute and then, and then I go to do my last turns. And I, I know with all my soul, I probably could have done a triple. But I was like, I don't want to chance it because the routine is going so good. 
So I, I tried to stop my double. It didn't work out. Because the floor was slippery. The floor was slippery. So I set my foot down in like my first full rotation. Because normally if I do a full rotation, once I set my heel down, it like slows it down to where I can like stop it at like a full double. Yeah, that didn't work. So I did a full double and like a stomp out, which is not the style. And then I like tripped to go down, but my head touched the floor, which is the only critique. My nice teacher, Tucker, Tucker, honey, baby, sweetie, cutie pie. I'm doing something here. Thanks. Sorry, that's my dog. He's psychotic. Anyway, so. Mm, are you proud? I am. I'm always proud, but I'm super proud today. Because I know how tired you are. She's lying. She's never proud of me. Never she proud of you. she she thinks I'm a You're disappointment. <laughs> one, two people, one brain. So, I was supposed to have the brain cell today. Sorry. Give it back. You can have it tomorrow. I won't need it tomorrow. I'll be with the babies all uh-huh. day tomorrow. So anyway, um, this is probably a really short podcast episode, but. I'm going to wrap it up here because we're tired. It's time to go Mimi's. So uh, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you'll join me again next week for, guess what? Another competition. Uh, This one I'll try and get recording from both Friday and Saturday. It's just so hectic. Um, If not, I'll actually give my mom like a microphone so that you can at least, because originally it was supposed to be, you would get some sort of commentary of, like, my mom roasting other dancers while I'm backstage. Because she does it. She's psychotic like that. But it's not fun unless you're with me. It's, it's still kind of fun. But anyway, um, so thank you so much for listening. Hope you join me again next week. I will get more content, hopefully. My dance videos are on my dance account, Ray underscore dances. It's now a picture of me doing a cute little mm, face. Um, you can follow me there or on my personal Instagram account, tucker.ritter2018. DM me with questions, suggestions, etc. And I hope you stop by next week. Bye!